Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, folks. This is NM Radio, your host. And I'm um, sorry for uh, such a long break from in between episodes, and I know y'all must be like very curious about what's going on and what's coming on next. So this is why we're going to give y'all a quick update. Is I've been working with a film producer. We've been doing a whole bunch of shoots, all different concepts. I've been on field, on the run, just about every other day. And um, I've been doing some very intense studying. And um, I have a lot of uh, new things to show y'all, also to continue on this series. So um, I believe the way this is going to drop is you're going to hear this update and then you're going to listen to The Sixth House, but it is not complete. So, you know, that tells y'all a lot about what The Sixth House should be about. Anyway, look forward to me giving an attempt to also turn this other wheel and another of my, like, on-off four wheels but also doing a podcast is, like, a whole extra concept at this point. So, um, there you go. A quick update. I know it's noisy. Sorry for that. And, uh, I'll see you soon. Keep your fingers crossed. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is NM Radio. I am your host. We're going to be doing the next episode in the night's order and if you're totally lost on what's been going on in the episodes as if you watch I mean you listen to this episode and then you don't listen to the next of course you're not gonna understand I recommend that you go back to TNO the Knight's Order episodes. Listen to them so they this stuff could start making sense to you. Alright? It's that's if you're interested. But if you keep coming by and you click on it and you like, alright, the first fifteen seconds of it, I don't like it. I don't then obviously you're just clicking. You you're not paying attention to what the episodes, the, the titles is even saying, or the descriptions. So here we are. The Knight's Order. <clears throat> so, here's the sixth house. And I thought that, yeah, I thought that um this episode, I'm going to give myself some more visuals to draw this out. Also help y'all. Because, you know, I notice that some people, when they just talk about the house, you know, you're learning about a house, they just dive right into the house and not even talking about examples of this house with other houses, this house with other signs, this house with other planets. So this this is going to be a more of what I like to do with all the previous episodes is a compound episode, meaning that 
the knowledge that I told you that you learned about in the previous episode carries to the next episode. So, <laughs> over two minute long uh, disclaimer right there. So, here we are. Let me um, tell y'all um, six house and then we can go into the examples is Virgo. <coughs> And like I told y'all before, when you're reading birth charts, natal charts, whatever you want to call it, it is not so much based upon that house. It's when you're looking at it, what sign is in this house? And like always with the examples is what planet? The planet is like the person, the player that is on the stage that needs to do something. The stage is the house. What is this play about? And the sign is like the suit that has abilities. And the player is one-sided about the interactions with the suit <clears throat> because what the player does depending on the player is they get into the suit and they push the play button they push the go button the green the big green button and that's the sign and it activates that and it hasteful you know like like not that practical type of way but in the most practical way when the player is needs to act that's what always happens and when you're looking at the sign with the player's involvement you're taking into account only some aspects of that sign given the player that you're with with that aspect of it and when you're in the house it is even more um not objective but subjective things get even more specific about how to interpret this player in this role or suit in this play or in this in this uh, um, orchestra of 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 whatever theme they need to act out, and that's how the house could be. <coughs> so here we are, giving you even more background, so you can understand this episode in the sixth house. Is that with it being Virgo? This is your intuition, your personal self. This could vaguely be your shadow self. And this is overall Virgo nature. So you're telling any player to behave essentially like a Virgo, this house, this sixth house. And the overall Virgo nature is um, reserved patience. 
analytical, taking in, listening, more than expressing, more than doing. You're more of observing, you know. And unlike Libra, Virgo also plays the timing game. But the reason why I say unlike Libra, you know, their results are going to be different from a Libra's timing game, you know, the procrastinating game is what Libras play. Virgo doesn't play the procrastinating game, you know, for Libras, in a quirky sense, procrastination helps them because they got that whole compatibility with everybody, nature with them. So it's productive. When the Virgo is in procrastination, it is unproductive because they're not analytical. They're procrastinating, you know. I hope I don't throw you off by saying, you know, because, you know, I I just said it again. All right, let me just stop being so conscious about myself right now. All right, and that's also, you know, the Virgo thing is being self-conscious about the, uh, themselves. You know, it's it's not like the Aries subconscious, self-conscious and being self-centered <clears throat> because the Aries is initiating. It's like if the Aries is being self-absorbed, they initiated that Virgo would initiate that sense in all aspects. (laughs) Even when you tell the Virgo to go, to jump, they're, you know, calculating. You know, and and that's that's, um, the the thing. So, alright, we're going to go back to our helpful Capricorn rising friend. Alright, so... The way that I'm drawing this out is very simplistic and it will get right to the point. So draw a circle and then you divide it in two, then you divide it in four, six, eight. And um, I don't have that much room for 12, right? But all right, let's draw this section line like right here. So here we are. Now. Because it's a bit easy to calculate this, the line that is going directly horizontal is your ascendant, your AC, and that is Capricorn. We're going to write rising. <coughs> Hypothetical, that line. Now, to also school y'all is directly across from your ascendant sign is not your north node and we're going to get into that later if y'all wondering about that but you know i am jumping ahead of myself but also to give y'all some clarity out there if y'all ever heard of that i know something about that all right so our capricorn rising friend right here now the first house and usually the houses well Usually, they be divided, not divided equally. You know, they just might be perfectly lined up with the constellation. But 
but unfortunately things aren't perfect so your first house would be right here like in between this line and depending on your ascendant it might fall on the bottom half or the top half of this pie graph if you will somewhat <laughs> so it would be very close to this line because theoretically fixed in this on earth east you know word direction so it would <coughs> be um... all right so the reason why this would be just a little bit difficult is because now I was doing all this and not thinking about the uh the the planet that could be in the first house. So let's make it easy for everybody and say that Saturn is right here. First house. Alright. Also what I forgot to tell y'all um but y'all probably should know because y'all been listening to the episodes, right? We went over zodiac signs and we went over planets, so you should know what planet governs the seventh house. That probably should be a little quiz right there. But anyway, yeah, you know, yeah, the answer anyway. All right. So here we are. Oh, Saturn, first house, right here. That would mean the second part is your second. And we told you about the second house. So let's say that good old Venus is right here. So we're going to draw a V with a circle <laughs> to represent Venus. So that means your third house would be right about here. And let's say your M circle, that would be Mercury, would be right there. Let's say your fourth house is right here on the line, just like your ascendant, hypothetically. And let's put moon here. We're going to, you know, draw the moon with some craters on it. This symbolize, like, yeah, that's the moon right there. <coughs> so we're going over to your fifth house. Your fifth house. Let's have your sun here. The sun. And we're just going to write the sun. And now we're on to the sixth house. Your sixth house. And the correct answer is Mercury. So, uh... We already got an M. Oh, oh, oh. We already got Mercury in the third house. So that's cool. And see, you know, with, with the different players being in the different houses, because, oh, it's, you know, not in its traditional house with its traditional sign. And, you know, it's okay, you know, that this player could play another house another you know way so <clears throat> let's say 
Adam, boom, 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 sun. And then you got your Saturn right there. But it's a planet that we have used. That doesn't really confuse. Oh, Mars. Let's say Mars. How can you forget? Mars. See, I knew I was missing somebody, right? Why do I always forget about Mars? Well, I'm going to tell you uh, soon enough. <laughs> so here we are. So, our Capricorn rising friend has Saturn in the first house. Venus in the second house. So, hypothetically, this would mean that there are Aquarius would be right there in the second house and then the Pisces would be third house the Aries fourth house how account how cool for this Capricorn rising to have Aries in the fourth house with the moon the Aries moon is that dope right okay and then from the Aries, we got Taurus, son. Oh, wow, that's cool. Wow, that I like that, right? And um, this, um, not you know what comes next is Gemini in the sixth house. What? Okay. Hey. 